0: we In the Catching up with Mike
1: and Joe Guess it's time we start the show Hey Joey. Hello Mike Lawson. And hello to anyone listening. My name's Mike that's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in LA. We've been friends for over 15 years and every single week we call one another and we catch up.
2: Yes, we do Mike Lawson yes. We do. That is what we do every single week without fail. We never miss a week ever.
1: ever. Catch up. Thank you. Hello. Catch up. Yeah. Hey, you put out our first episode onto the feed, and I tried to listen to it, and uh-huh. I, like, started cringing at words that I was saying. I was like, why am I doing this to myself?
2: Well, I I was cringing at my sound. I turned it to Daniel Brewer, because I, like, I sound like I felt Like, hey, I lost Uh, Yeah, so I took a shit in the toilet. You know, and, um... <laughs> So I, that was bugging me. So I listened about 10 minutes of it. You know, Adam Vaughn listened to the whole thing. He's like, oh, it's classic. It's so good. I'm like, are you being funny? And he goes, no, that was really good.
1: Oh. Well, your sense of humor, or your sense of, hum- um, of humor is not the right word, your, I guess humor, the jokes you tell have evolved. Yeah. I feel like you're smarter, and you. like your humor is smarter, and like mm-hmm. not so easy and mm-hmm. hacky, you know? Yeah. And, and and i don't mean that as like oh you were so hacky then but just like you've developed like you're you've grown
2: that's very nice of you to say mike lawson because what i was going to say is like i love that on the pilot episode of catching up you said i have no stories <laughs> <laughs> I think the first thing you said i have yeah. no story why am i even here i'm like oh, well okay i'm on brand if if
1: anything <laughs> i've got a brand well yeah and you, know, stick I, with you know i you know
2: it was so funny i listened to your first story where you talked about um Going on a date with an Indian guy who wrote you then some sort of like terse, polite, almost professional message back. You know, like, yeah. great date, good conversation. And
1: then you said you, at that point you hadn't heard back from him. Did you ever hear back from him? No, never. Oh. Well, I don't think so. Like, if any – I don't remember sp- – if, like, there was, like, any more text or anything, but mm-hmm. <clears throat> we never hung out again, for sure. It was just that one date. Oh,
2: that. I didn't listen to Pavianch in the uh, chat room is saying that we got a Dustin Lance Black reference. I didn't realize that. so that. the the hatred even started
1: then. And this diatribe you went off on Hamburger Mary's? Did I really? <laughs> no, no, oh, no,
2: no. <laughs> I was like, that would be really weird, but look, I do believe that.
1: <laughs> yeah um hey how are you what's new what's going on Pussycat?
2: well you know right this is not worth a story so i'm just going to casually mention this i'm on day three of this cleanse that okay you know chris and mercedes for christmas bought me this it's very i don't understand why it's so expensive but it is very expensive cleanse called clean okay Okay. and i have i love that this isn't even the story but i have a shake in the morning and a shake at night Right. But in the in the in the, and, it was weird about it because people started feeling sorry for me in the for lunch. I have a, actually I have it right here. What I can and can't have, but uh, uh I have a pretty uh, expand. I there's a lot I can have. I just can't have beef and pork. There are also weird things I can't have, like I can't have bananas, you know, mm-hmm. or uh, any kind of tomato. Or a potato, or like, and a lot of it's the rest of it is like normal stuff that you wouldn't expect to have, you know, no yeah. legumes. Okay, I can have caffeine, but only through the green tea, which is what I'm having right now, some green tea. So anyway, so lunch, like for instance, look, I've basically basically been eating shitty within the the cleanse. So for lunch, two days in a row, I had Chipotle, but okay. uh, well, I have chicken with brown rice only and guac mm-hmm. and lettuce. So that
1: okay, I could live on it. I think I could do it.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. And I can eat as much as I want at lunch. If I could stuff my face, as long as it's within the allowed foods, so I don't feel like. But it's just I don't know. It's a whole thing, right? How long are you
1: doing this? You said it's
2: three weeks, and I'm on day three, so I've eighteen days to go. But I remember last time I, you know, I had a lot of energy, I lost a lot of weight, but that's not the story. And I've been excited to tell you this story. It's actually one of the few stories, I don't usually workshop stories anymore, but I've actually workshopped this story. But, you know, my mom is part of this, like, Catholic women's group. My dad is, in fact, my dad belongs to a men's Catholic. It's the same program, okay? But there's a men's version and a women's version. My dad, when he goes to the men's version, they have these weekly meetings. I'm talking leaving the house... Because his meetings are at the church. Leaving the house, driving to the church, having the entire meeting, including like the social part of it, and driving back, it's it's within two hours. Okay? Okay. My mom's rotates among the women's houses. Okay. Mm -hmm. She'll leave here around 10 and come home around four.
1: Okay, it's a little
2: longer. Yes, and I, I, I know what happens because they have you know last Monday was my mom's turn. She's had it. My mom used to host them all actually, so it's just a lot of just socializing. Okay, so it's essentially a social group. Okay,
1: it. I would imagine. Tell me if I'm right or wrong. Betty gets like kind of competitive with these two, so she's like, yeah, just doing outrageous shit. Yes. Yes. Okay.
2: Yeah, Yeah. 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 And also, if a woman – my mom you – know, Everyone
1: gets a segue.
2: <laughs> yeah. And also, my mom's not subtle. So, like, let's say for – it this happened one time. <clears throat> a woman served – what did she serve? Oh, brie. Brie with, like, you know, some sort of fruit on it, right? Yeah. So then the next week, my mom has to get a bigger brie. It's, like, it, it, it's not even sudden <laughs> that she gets brie. She she'll She'll do the exact same thing, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. So, and then, um, but it'll be like, you know, like a, like with dragon fruit or something. Okay. But the other thing is she gets super, super, super stressed out. Okay. Yeah.
1: Every, and this is weekly she gets stressed out or
2: just when it's her turn? Just when it's her turn. Okay. No, yeah, just when it's her turn. So it was her turn this past Monday. And so she was really stressed out. And I walked, this is before I started my cleanse. I walked by her bedroom and... She goes, did you make the sausage? And I go, what are you talking about? And she goes, the breakfast sausage, Joey, I asked you to make it. I go, no, you didn't. No one ever asked me to make anything. And then she goes, yes,
0: I did.
2: Right? So then I just go. I get all sarcastic. I'm like, well, this seems to be the Christ-centered place you want to be in for before you have a Christian meeting, right? And I just yeah. keep on walking, right?
1: By the she, way, I probably could have told this story when I was in the eighth grade. This sounds like a story for yeah. me, mm-hmm. eighth yeah, grade well, life.
2: I'm, I'm eternally in eighth grade. <laughs> so she runs, she storms out of the bedroom, and she goes, do you know what the Bible says? <laughs> the Bible says, like a serpent is an ungrateful child. Right, and I go do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. and just kept walking, right? So then yeah. she storms out. She has to go to the supermarket to get some last minute things for the, her meeting, right? Yeah. So I, I just get curious, you know. I'm like, I've never, I know the Bible. I've never heard that quote before, you know. Michael, Lawson, like, I type in it. It's not from the Bible. It's from Shakespeare, right? I, I wish it was Harry Potter. Yeah, that'd be better. I think would be great for Harry Potter, right? And that's not even the quote. <laughs> the quote is like How sharp a serpent's tooth Or sharper than a serpent's tooth Is the is is a thankless child Right? Okay. So it's not yeah. calling the child a serpent It's saying literally That it's more painful When you have a thankless child Than if a, a serpent bit you right? right? So but now of course In typical vindictive Little bitch Joe I I uh,
1: I've now That only- point's still like could be what she was trying to say no but she's in nope. pain that you're in no she's calling
2: me a serpent She she, she doubles <laughs> down on this by the way she okay let me put it let me tell you this i uh I, uh i've already changed my the, my name in the phone to serpent so when i call okay. it says serpent right okay. and then at my niece's birthday little get-together this week I t- my, told my, I, be, I got that before my parents did, and I told my brother and his family. they were My niece, Molly, whose birthday it was, was doubled over in laughter, right? And they kept calling me Uncle Serpent the whole night. My mom was like, he is. He's a serpent. You know? Only, I heard my dad in the corner go, you know, you know this is never going to end, right? My mom goes, I don't yeah. care. I took a selfie with Molly, but no, I didn't really. I took Molly as if she was a selfie, and I put a picture of a serpent next to her. Because my mom wanted a picture of everybody, and I sent that to her as the picture of me and Molly. I'm owning the serpent, okay.
1: And uh, so, so you're no longer mm. scorpion. You're now serpent.
2: Yeah, for some reason people <laughs> like to call me some sort of name like a serpent or a scorpion. <laughs> you know, Boohecker's reasons are different. I don't think I'm a serpent. I, I didn't hear her say she called her child a serpent. <laughs> it's. I mean, she even said, <laughs> "Put that on your podcast." Why don't you tell? She even <laughs> said, "Like, well, you just you just tell them on a podcast that that happened." I go, "I will." Oh, trust. Trust and believe, Mama Joey. I know I should.
1: (laughs) Okay, so you're a serpent. Um, Do I need to start calling you that, or if you want to, you can call me. I should have. You know what? I should have Rich record a version of like,
2: boys and girls, let's start the show. It's with Serpent and Mike and Serpent Joe. You know.
1: (laughs) <laughs> I love Betty. She, I mean, this will be fun for a while. Mm-hmm. I feel like it might stick, though.
2: <laughs> well, she, no, no. At some point, she's gonna come back to me and say, like, you know, Joey, this is getting really old. And I'm like, now that you said that, it's refreshed again.
1: Yeah. Mm. Anyway, cool. what's going on
2: with you? I'll, I'll, I'll drink my. If I drink my unsweetened green tea,
1: your serpent tea,
2: my serpent tea, <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, well, that's a fun story. I, Joey, I wanted to tell you, um, the, oh, I have two stories for you, mm-hmm. so this will work out well. Yeah. Um, the f- second story happened last night, so I'll do, I'll do that. Yeah, one. because yeah. everyone
2: should know, Mike, uh, teased that he had a good story for this week. He, the earlier. Well, what's, this
1: we, what's weird is the story, I had, I feel like last night actually turns out to be the topper. Oh, um, really? Yeah. Huh. So, anyway. Anyway, I'm, I'm going to cut this one super short. So <clears throat> I've been dating that dude who's a personal trainer we yeah. talked about. Mm-hmm. So he's going to Peru uh, on Wednesday for mm-hmm. a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. And I agreed to watch his place yeah. and his dogs. Oh, and- Wait,
2: hold on. Please. please tell me it was the middle of the night. And you got like a <laughs>
1: <laughs> trainer. And he's no. like, just go
2: to bed. Just go to bed. <laughs>
1: Uh, no that's an that's a quite a callback but yeah. um we so he agreed to watch his dogs right so this is on the books mm-hmm. um something that maybe I haven't discussed on here is um his personality is a bit uh aggressive maybe is the way I'd describe it mm-hmm. um I mean he's an assertive man, but like mm-hmm. assertive with like an edge that like cuts sometimes and he kind of has this, like, I th- I would call it a character flaw, where he's like, you know, I I'm just the kind of person that says what I mean, yeah. and if people don't like it, yeah, and a lot of times that's to mask, you know, people who like lash out and are just like angry and vindictive and mm-hmm. ugly, um, and they're like, well, I'm just telling the truth, I'm telling it but, like it is, <laughs> yeah, and so like we've what's kind of interesting is like. I can challenge when he like said that I was like, uh, red flag. Like, Mm -hmm. let's talk about that. And like, we talk, uh, we do like, I, we're honest and open and kind of talk about shit like that. Oh, that's right. Um, You're
2: the, you're the ethical slut.
1: Yeah. So, uh, he's like, we challenging to me sometimes. And sometimes it's not like always really fun to be around. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, so we go to dinner, uh, I don't know, maybe a week or more ago. I time, time is all out of whack now that we don't do this every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we go to dinner since the last time I saw you yeah, or talked to you. And uh, during the dinner, he's kind of like just like in a mood where like, I guess the way to describe it is like he's just very contrarian. Like, I don't know. He's telling a story. And I was like, oh, and then she like dug into you and he's like, no. She didn't dug in, dig into me. Oh, this is what she did. And then he describes it and I was like, yeah, that's digging into you. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, why yeah. are why I don't know. It was just like aggressive fighting with like no purpose. It was like just the side comments I was making were getting like weirdly shot down. I don't know. It was just uncomfortable. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then kind of halfway through the the dinner, I like uh this the table we're sitting at, I could either like lean back. Uh, in my chair or the chairs don't move. So like I could lean back or I could, uh, sit forward and lean on the table. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And I was sitting forward the whole time, but then about halfway through, I decided to kind of lean back for a second. Just, I don't know, to relax or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was in the middle of a state, and he just stopped and he's like, well, I'm not going to yell. and <laughs> Yell? We <What laughs> can yell. Because he felt that I was, like, too far away that he would have to raise his voice for me to hear it. Wait, if you so lean just back, would you go back, like, a foot? Like, your head would go back a foot? Yeah, basically. And it was just such a, like, an aggressive, like, it reminded me of something, I mean, in a weird way, something my dad would have done when I was a kid. Okay. We're, um, go on like, with
2: this. Keep going
1: with this. Go, go see, see, through, see this through. Uh-huh. What do you mean? I'm trying to be Taylor in a therapy session. Oh. So anyway, he just was like, a, that was weird. And so I kind of just like, I stayed leaning back and I was like, okay. Like I was already done with the story and like getting him like being so contrary, and I was just done with it. Right. And so in my head, I'm like, just done with all of it. But oh, then just Joey,
2: once that happened, you were done.
1: Yeah. I like, in fact, well, he got, and this is another annoying thing. I ordered like, it was a Vietnamese place. So I got like a, Bowl of food and he and ordered one boy. Can I have uh, that waiter and some pho? He got a prefixed menu like um, an appetizer or a, an amuse bouche, mm-hmm. an appetizer, uh main course, mm-hmm. maybe like a salad of some okay, sort or sure. a soup or something mm-hmm. like a long ass meal. And I'm like, fuck, I just want the bill. I want to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm done with it. Kind of in my head, right? But Joey, yeah. I have this dog sitting thing on the books. Oh, I can't like disappear. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But how I much feel, do you have to interact with him for that? What do you mean? Like for that? Yeah. Well, I'm so it kind of has resolved itself a bit. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so uh, well, oh god. So I knew the dog thing kind of was like on the books, and I was like. Also, like, let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe, like, I was in my mood, he was in his mood, and they just, like, you know, didn't hit this hit this time off, right? Mm -hmm. So I text and I was like, uh, I should also note our schedules are very difficult to work out because Mm he, well, he he refuses to like hang out on weeknight. Mm Okay, basically, Uh um. And in his defense, he, like, works until, like, maybe 7.30, mm-hmm. 7, 7.30. And then he also then teaches a lot of times a class at, like, 5.30 or 6 okay, sure. in the morning. So he has to get up early and, mm-hmm. like, he has his routine, whatever, right? Um, So arranging times to see each other is difficult, though. Mm-hmm. So I sent a text and I said something like, hey, like, um, what's your schedule look like in the next week? I was gonna read you his response because it was really fucking bizarre. Okay. Um, so I said, you know, like let's. I'd love to kind of figure it out. And then he responded, um, "I'll have to get back to you about this. I'm dealing with some money stuff from my dentist and insurance, and really don't have the bandwidth to do date planning right now. I'll hit you up and I, after the so." imagine we had a bad date Mm -hmm. and then i don't know just like then don't respond like i'm not you don't have to say like fun right now it's a text like you you know what i mean like and our pace for texting is like maybe once a day or something it's not like we have these conversations where if he doesn't respond within a minute i'm like where are you you know okay two couple things how did the
2: so you you were in, so last you left us on the date? He's still eating. You want to go? How
1: did the date wrap up? Um. So he lives like a block from where we ate. So mm-hmm. I walked him home and then gotten a and then called a lift. I didn't go inside. Oh. And he asked me to go inside, and I said,
2: "Oh, no. <laughs> you thought you, okay." So do you think he picked <laughs> up on the energy?
1: Kind of, but I also <clears throat> should note that that the date night um i don't know Start it maybe you know dinner time and like on my way to the restaurant he texted me and said just so you know i do have to get up early in the morning so i'm i have a hard out at nine o'clock
2: mm-hmm.
1: and and by the way when we walked to his apartment i called my lift and it was like nine thirty, so mm-hmm. it's past his heart out anyway yeah you know
2: yeah and uh did he hurt his voice having to talk louder to you
1: just a bunch of bullshit but then um so i should also note that um he then asked he's like hey can you hang out Uh, also fuck this he was like saturday morning i have a thing um but if you could do breakfast i could hang out you know early and then i have to be done by like 11 Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: i don't know that's not a date time
2: (laughs) Oh, so, and it's, so so he's hit you up after since this date? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 I thought you were telling me that he was giving you the brush off with the dentist thing.
1: Well, I kind of felt that way, right? Mm-hmm. And so, but then he did say, like, he could hang out, but, like, from, I don't know, 10 to 11 on a Saturday? Morning? Well, first of all, that's that would be right this minute. So I couldn't have, because I have very important podcasting yeah. to do. Well, you know what he meant, um, right? No. Come over and let's not, fuck. No, I feel the opposite. I feel like let's meet at a breakfast restaurant where no sex will happen at all. Oh. It's like not even brunch where there might be a mimosa. It's like, let's go have breakfast and then give each other a side hug. Oh. That's what I feel. But we're in, by the way, we're going to breakfast tomorrow oh. instead. Mm-hmm. But I So I pretended like, oh, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. My Saturday's booked, whatever. Mm-hmm. Just because of fuck him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then tomorrow he's like, uh, let's hang out. So we're doing something in the morning, but I'm pretending like I don't have all day.
2: Wait, so hold on. Hold on. Hold on. So are you watching his dogs or not?
1: Yes. Oh, so okay. the dog thing is happening. And I feel like that's why we have to hang out one more time. But then, I mean, once, that's the thing. Like, let's hang out once. Tell me everything I need to know. Where's the key hidden? Mm-hmm. He leaves. How long has he he's gone in, for Two weeks in Peru.
2: Oh, so we're going to be doing a show from the trainer's house.
1: He, yeah. He comes home. Maybe I don't see him ever again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I should, I mean, if I could piggyback real quick, yeah. I also got a weird uh, side job. Oh, you did? Uh, yeah, which actually make will make seeing him very difficult, oh. um, at least until the middle of March. Uh, I am going to be working in like the stage crew of a uh, community theater. Uh, doing, I'm kind of like an assistant stage manager, but it's like the third of the assistant stage manager the show has. So, I, I feel like I'm. They hired. They might need one person to like push a button in Act Two. You know For what I mean? What like, show uh, Memphis. <laughs> what show is that? Uh, you don't know Memphis? No. Um, I don't know much about it, to be honest. Uh, there's a, I mean, I heard the soundtrack or the cast recording Mm -hmm. or whatever that you're supposed to call it. Mm -hmm. I've, um, I know that there's a lot to do with race in it. There's one white dude.
2: There's only one. Oh God. You're going to be laying some
1: pipe in Memphis. No, no, no. (sighs) Um, but so that happened. Oh, and I go to the, begin, the middle so, of So But the reason when he comes back is when is like uh, actually the night he comes back is like the first night of tech where I'll be super busy and then oh. the show opens. So like every time he's available, I'll be busy doing that. Mm-hmm. So basically, and he refuses to uh, hang out on a weekday. So next time I could probably see him would be like Mar middle of March. So yeah. Around This'll your die. birthday, this will die. What does
2: the ethical slut say about breaking up with somebody? Are you doing it correctly via the ethical slut?
1: Well, I mean, like, I, I mean, it. I could fade, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, like ghosting, I feel like would be kind of not unethical, but like, I don't know, not putting the right the energy I want to put out into the world. But yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what's um, going on
1: with you? Tell me. Well, oh no,
2: Mike Lawson, you know what time it is. <laughs> From the mountains to the sea to all of California, this is the Catching Up News Report. Mike Lawson, what's going on with you in the Bay Area? I didn't pull any news. <laughs> Well, I have a news story right now I just pulled. A man shot <laughs> okay, himself inside of Andy Dick's DTLA, downtown LA, art gallery. TMZ reports that a man entered Andy Dick's downtown Los Angeles art gallery late on Monday night after standing outside waving a gun. Upon entering the gallery where the comedian and another person were working, a shot was fired, hitting the gunman oh. in his own head. Few details have been confirmed, but some witnesses are said to have stated they believe the shot was fired by accident and not an intentional act of self-arm. By the way... Not the first time a guy's been shot in the face in Andy Dick's place. The gunman survived the initial injury and was taken by paramedics to a local hospital, where he remains on life support, according to TMZ. In a video from the scene, Dick can be seen visibly distraught over the alarming incident. He has not issued a formal statement about the event. Um, Mike Lawson, what are your thoughts on Andy Dick on his, on his having? Don't you think he has a pretty tri, a
1: weird life?
2: What's going? What are your yeah, thoughts? Yeah, Andy here? Dick
1: is a mess, right? Like- yeah, he's a mess. I just feel like anytime I see him and even when he's like at his high, like his Zenith, when he's like Mm -hmm. put together and like doing the work he can do well. Mm -hmm. And you know what I mean? Like even then, like that character just feels like on some like thin ice Mm -hmm. and I don't know. Um, This would be a really great way to get yourself in the news. If, I mean, if I was a conspiracy theory kind of person. Oh,
2: you think the guy tried to get himself in the news? Oh, or Andy Dick
1: did? No, no, no. Andy Dick. I mean, uh, when's the last time you and I were talking about Andy Dick on this podcast?
2: You, well, usually, whenever the last time you're talking about Andy Dick and he's not the culprit?
1: Yeah, true. You know?
2: Um, yeah. By the way, I even you pulled a news story, so I want to go back to this. Is um, I, I was looking in the chat room and I noticed this. Lori's in the chat doing the Lori show she points out that your personal trainer boy is gonna find a problem in how you watch the dogs do you agree with that
1: maybe i mean i doubt we're gonna talk much after he gets back from <clears throat> peruso idgaf
2: okay um i actually have a <laughs> few things to talk about um Laid on me. Yeah. Uh, you know, last weekend, last Sunday, John Paul and I went to go see the play What the Constitution Means to Me. Okay. It's a one woman show. Uh, and, uh, but when we were about to sit down in our seats, a woman came up to me that I know named Monica. She's a lawyer. And she was like, Joe. And I was like, oh my God. And she was there with her family, her husband and her son. And I haven't seen the son in years, you know. And now he's like 13. And my last I left him with like six or something and uh whatever right so we say hi show starts show ends right after the show she comes back by me and she starts talking to me again right yeah and the kid is like come on mom i want to go home right which usually when you see parents deal with that they're like you know uh calm down kid you know mommy's talking well mom we'll leave when we leave right she laid into him so hard. It was awkward. Mm. Right? To the point where I'm like, oh, I, I, don't, I don't blame him. I'd want to leave too. You know? <laughs> you know, yeah. And uh, that was an uncomfortable situation. Just wanted to get that out on the record. Next. Sorry, kid. Your mom's a bitch. Next, I want to tell you a story before we get to the main story. But someone we know. Um, uh, even though this is um, on a, behind a paywall... Nobody else knows who this person is. Okay, so I'm gonna give him a different name, but I'm gonna I'm gonna message you in Hangouts who it is. Okay, um, and but I'm gonna make up a name for him. I'm gonna call him. um... (laughs) You're gonna say his name. (laughs) I'm gonna call him (laughs) Jess. Okay, what is it? Jesse. 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 Yeah. So Jesse. So this guy Jesse that Mike and I used to work with. He messages me about six months ago, seven months ago, sometime in the middle of the year last year. And at the Magic Castle, I get four passes a year that I can give out to nonprofit organizations, charities, or whatever, that they can use for an auction to raise money, okay? And it lets four people in without a cover charge. They still have to buy dinner, but they they get in without a cover charge,
1: okay? Cool. So Into an exclusive club, too. It's not like...
2: yeah. Jesse emails me, you know, oh, I'm involved with this nonprofit and, uh, you know, I love the Magic Castle. Can you send me one of those charity passes? I'll be honest with you. If it was, if it used to be a big pain in the ass to do it, but they've since made it easier. I was like, okay, I'll do it. So I went on the online and I did, I sent it up, right? And they sent him the pass, right? Cool. Which, you know, I did, I, I took care of all the, the business and everything in like there, right? What's really funny is the, the charity auction was on November 1st. Okay. Yeah. He sent me a picture on November 1st of like a, of a display that he made for this auction where it's like, you know, lot number 204, right? And, you know,
0: yeah. a,
2: pass, a pass to the Magic Castle.
1: And, and it says donated and- by,
2: yeah. yeah, it doesn't even mention my name, it says donated by the Magic Castle. My name which is okay. true, but it's also donated by Joe Batans. I'm not that worried about it because yeah. my name. I've seen the. They get a really fancy gift certificate, not gift certificate, like a, a fancy certificate.
0: Yeah,
2: and my name is in giant calligraphy letters on that. So I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, Jesse, right? So whatever, right? They have the auction. I don't know how much it sells for. Whatever, right? This week, I get an email from Jesse, right? And he's like, hey.
1: I was about to say, who's Jesse?
2: (laughs) Yeah. He goes, hey, Joe, sorry to bother you, but um, the guy who bought the charity pass called the Magic Castle, and they said that charity passes are only good until December 31st of that year, and that this charity pass was no longer good. And, and, And this woman, Stephanie, at the Magic Castle was really rude and she said that you would have to send a new pass. So I hate to bother with you with this, but can you send a whole new charity pass? Yeah. And I was like, what? Right? So I literally, I, I like you, I, mean, I waited a couple of days to deal with it. I was like, I, I can't even know what this is, right? A couple yeah. of days go by and I go, okay, I, this seems really fishy and weird. Because let me tell you, like I just told you guys, it waives the, the cover charge, but you still have to buy dinner. And the Magic Castle is ultimately a business, you know, and a business weighs things like, well, this is a charity. They're coming; they want to spend money. Like, we'll look the other way if it happened November. Like, in other words, they take like, it happened November first. They want to spend money. Um, this is a charity, you know. Like, that is, this, this is weird, right? Agree. Yeah. So yeah, I go. I agree. Oh, I'm going to call the Magic Castle. Okay. So I, I, well, actually I, email. I See, what uh, Jesse doesn't realize is people who aren't members and get passes deal with a whole other side of the Magic Castle than the members do. So there's a person who's dedicated just to dealing with members. So I, I email this woman and I say, tell her what happened. And she goes, oh, well, let me send this to the right person. And then this really nice woman emails me and she goes, I looked at your charity passes for the year. Is this for this organization on November 1st? And I go, yeah. And she goes, no one's called us from there. She goes, they would have to go through me, and they would never never—they've never called. have never sent a pass to them. And I go, okay. She goes, uh, if maybe there was some sort of confusion. Here's my direct line, and here's my email address. Have them message me here, right? Oh,
1: that's nice. Yeah. yeah,
2: I go, that's nice. So I copy and paste it. I I send it to Jesse. I go, problem solved, right? Yeah. And I'm like, all right. Well, there you go. I'm like, this is really fishy. There's something up, right? So then, uh couple days ago i'm actually talking to taylor on the phone It happens uh i get an email from jesse he's like oh man thanks joe you're a real good guy blah blah blah." by the way um do you think it would be a problem to send this guy another pass because he wanted to set he wanted to take four more people with him and i was like "Ding!"
1: that was his end game that was disgusting it's
2: disgusting that was his end game then
1: no, it's an absolute no.
2: Well, no, no, no. I right? sent him. Well, I sent him the so. There's a a, a pass. Like, literally, I get a million of them a year, right? Where he has to pay a cover,
1: and that's the one he got. I don't so. think I would even do that. <laughs> I just did it. You know, I've, I, yeah, because of the relationship with Jesse, right? Like it's the yeah, guy. It just, that guy's a like, creep. It is a creep, but like you know, yeah. It's just like I mean, Jesse's not a creep. Well, for this reason. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, okay,
2: so now I have a question for you. I want to know if I am the asshole here. Okay? Okay. And
1: what's, I'm going to feel bad here because I spoke. Please pause, pause. Yeah, yeah. The answer's probably yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just based on, you know, the past however many years we've been doing this, Mm -hmm. I would say, I would guess yes. Okay. But please tell me.
2: So I'm going to tell you right now that I feel bad because I want to do a preemptive apology to friend of the show, John Marty. Because I've spoken to him. Well, I spoke to him yesterday. I've spoken to him a couple of times since this happened. Or maybe not. I've spoken to him a couple of times and have not mentioned this story because I was saving it for the show. Okay? Okay. And also, I also know, because I know this guy's position, I know John Martin's position, that he would think the other person was the asshole as soon as I said this person's name. Right? Okay. So, anyway, uh, Armando, you know, ward of the show Armando, who we haven't mentioned in a long time, he messaged me a couple of weeks ago, actually, and was like, hey, uh, are you going to be around, you know, in a couple of weeks? Uh, I want to get dinner or lunch with you and say hi. I haven't seen you in months. I haven't seen him since the summer, you know? and i was like yeah whatever hit me up right i wasn't putting any effort as, as, i don't did we talk in the show about how i was disappointed in his uh performance for the nonprofit mm, last yeah. Summer? yeah yeah so i was like okay whatever right well uh last monday of course last minute you know i met i'm actually at lunch with john paul and some other guy i get a text message like hey what are you doing are you around you know let's let let's get dinner and i was like sorry i'm out you know, yeah. and then like he was like, "Oh, I really want to see you, please, please, please." And John Paul, who's the nicest person ever, was like, "I don't know. I think you should go see him. That's mean, Joe." Blah 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 blah. He's like, put a total guilt trip on me, right? So I go, "Okay, well, we're done here around four. Uh, what's your situation?" He's like, "Whoa, oh, four? Well." I have to go see a movie with my sister. I have to leave at like 6.30. So I really only have 5 to 6.30. And you have to come to me. And where he lives, by the way, is so far from anywhere I would ever be in Southern California. Right? And John Paul's like, oh, you should just do it. It's Martin Luther King Day. There's no traffic. Just do it. You're What's wrong with you? Why don't you be nice? And I was like, okay, John Paul, fine. Right? Yeah. So I drop off John Paul. And... I, I'm on my way to go meet him at this uh, yogurt place in his city. Okay. And as I call him to say, okay, I'm on my way. Wade says, I'll be there at five. He goes, can we move it to five thirty? And I go, no, yeah. no, I, we can't. I'm going there now. Wade says, I'll be there at five. I have nothing to do in this city. And he goes, uh, okay. Okay. I'll just make it happen. All right. Okay. Then, 4.55 now, I'm getting off the freeway. I get a text message. And he's like, hey, I I ran an errand for my girlfriend's mom, but I forgot something. I I went to the supermarket for her, but I forgot to get this one thing. So now I have to go back and get it. Can we just push it to like 5.20? Because I want to come back and take a shower. And I (sighs) "Mm." I go, I would rather end the thing early right i don't i said i don't want to wait around okay i go i would rather end the thing early and you could take a shower okay, i don't want to wait right he goes okay then i'll be there at 505 i'm like acceptable yeah totally acceptable he goes okay great i get there my night at five right by the way side story i park in front of this japanese restaurant and a a japanese man runs out and he goes here 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 to me with carrying all this food right and i go i what i just parked there. i don't know who he is and then he looks on the other side of the parking is the most disgusting giant fat guy not even wearing the same clothes he's wearing like a beanie right and he goes like oh that's my food and i go oh god
1: right anyway he thought you were him or he Yeah thought- yeah he thought he I've- thought,
2: thought i was the guy that ordered the food
1: Wait, was he like Uber Eats pulling up and he just no, thought you were no. the delivery guy? No, no. No. He met that guy before. I don't know. I uh-huh. think. Yeah.
2: Huh. Anyway, I don't know the whole story. I, just, I was like, that's not me. And I went and sat down. And I was like. Side
1: story.
2: Uh. Yeah. So I sit down, Mike Lawson. 505 comes and goes. <laughs> of course it does. 510 comes and goes. Right? Of course it does. So I tell yeah. myself, if it hits 515, I'm leaving. Right. Okay. 5:14 30 seconds. I'm walking to my car ready. He text messages me. I'm in really bad traffic. I'll be there in five minutes. I went, You might as well turn around because I'm leaving. Right. Yeah. And I got my car and left. Right. At 5:25, he calls me and he goes, Well, no, I wasn't on 5:25. I was on the phone with like Lori or somebody like that or Adam Vod, or I don't know who was talking to him. I'm like, I'm not going to fucking stopped his phone call to talk to a 25 minute late person yeah so he text messages me like wow i can't believe you left that's cruel and i go mm. i said five o'clock yeah i go you're even 10 minutes past you know i said you're five minutes you're five minutes past when you said you'd be there in five minutes
1: yeah and so was i the asshole well, I feel like there's layers. So, I feel like you're you have a clear con- you should have a clear conscience. Like you yes. gave him plenty of chances, right? But I would also like to just point out, and maybe I shouldn't do this cuz I'm learning when you're talking to friends you're supposed to just kind of like maybe stop where I just said.
2: Wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait. wait, wait, wait what, what what did you say again? I want to hear where you're supposed to stop.
1: I feel like so I said like, no, I feel like you did the right thing. Like you mm-hmm. gave him a lot of chances. Mm-hmm. and i feel like when i'm talking to friends maybe that's where i should stop. oh i see. And not yeah. always play devil's advocate. yeah, but this but is I, not you're not my friend here. this is catching up. <laughs> i i feel like there i kind of have to say also like well a he's like a he's a kid mm-hmm. and um i don't know, he needs to learn so maybe you did the right thing, but mm-hmm. i also feel like he's a kid. He's home. You know, you don't see him often. Maybe you could have take in a little more than you normally would take from someone because of that and you know the relationship is one where maybe you need to give a little bit more for a while than he's going to be able to give because of his age and where he's at in life and you know to like main, th- this maybe is a challenge of having a lot of friends that are in Yeah, their, but it, well, no, no, no,
2: no because my response to him when we, we went back and forth about this my response to him was you wouldn't treat one of your professors like this because i know this he's 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 like um not recently but one time he was like oh uh i know i'm supposed to do this right now but i have a thing with my professor for 15 minutes or something like that let me do this and i'm like okay you know so like yeah. i just think it's a matter of respect i don't think he would do this to somebody i, I know this kid right this kid if he respected me would not do this mm-hmm. it's a matter of respect Yves Adams wants to know if we're going to get updates on your multiple dance
1: partners. I don't have any more dance partners. What happened to the therapist? Well, are you? Is that yeah the I'm end done. Of the, I'm done. Yeah. Well, last night I went out with the therapist Joey. Oh, you did. Um, How do you feel yeah. about that? So we we've been hanging out probably like once a week. Uh huh. Um, he like went to a he went on a long vacation. Mm-hmm. He had his mom in town, so, like, there's been... You know, it's been sporadic, but we've been hanging out. We've been texting regularly.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, <clears throat> one thing that you and I talked about is, like, he maybe was a little more serious than... Well, maybe, perhaps. Wait, no, more, you cut
2: out there for a second. You were a little more serious than
1: what? Than he he is. Oh, okay. Right. You know, like, maybe he kind of was... I don't know. Mm-hmm. And we the we hadn't unlike the personal trainer, like we hadn't talked about dating other people like that wasn't oh, yeah. super clear but we certainly mm-hmm. didn't talk about like not dating other people either, Wait, really you know? want to like, put a,
2: I want to put a bookmark on something. Yves says you also lost the lawyer. did you lose the lawyer?
1: Yeah, well, I just haven't we haven't uh, yeah, I think so. but wait didn't you like the sex with him? No, we never fucked remember? I went over to fuck, and then we just had dinner. Wait, did we not talk about this? We, I did. we did. I don't know. Okay, go ahead.
2: Yves will tell us. For some reason, he's... He, literally, the other day... I know you're not going to like hearing this. During a This Joe Batanz episode, everyone's talking about whatever story I'm talking about. And Yves is full on like, will somebody please tell me how big Mike's dick is? And I'm like, I don't
1: know. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. So, we're uh the therapist and I go out for a date last night. Mm-hmm. The plan was to kind of meet at this Chinese restaurant mm-hmm. in Chinatown, which on the weekend of Chinese New Year is a bad idea, it turns out. Mm-hmm. So we end up kind of like walking around Oakland a little bit. We go have dinner. We go to uh one of his friends has had an art show, which was a, just a bunch of hipsters smoking on the sidewalk outside. But we did mm-hmm. that. And I met... A couple friends, and we had some drinks there. Then we went to two different bars. There was a band playing. We were like, really? I was enjoying the shit Mm -hmm. out of the night, right? Um, Getting a a little bit tipsy, but, like, not drunk. Mm -hmm. And we were on our last drink, even. Like, Mm -hmm. we had kind of planned out the drinks we were uh, going to take for the night, I guess. Mm Yeah. Drink for the night. I don't mm-hmm. know, and so we were on the last drink. And in my head, I before this date, I was like, you know what? I feel like I need to mention that I'm dating other people. That it's, Ooh. but like at the right time, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. And like, I know it's tricky, but like, the I don't know. It's the truth, and I need to be an ethical slut, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, throughout the night, there's just never a good time. I should. I can't Bef- hear you, what? Before this date, by the way, before this date, can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Hello? Hello, can oh. you hear me? Yeah, Um. Yeah. there was a moment before this date via text. He said something like, uh, there's some show on TV he, we were talking about, and he made a joke. It was like this uh, older man on the show, and he said something about how if – i don't know i'm not careful or something he will have to leave me to -hmm. be with that old man yeah and then so that kind of was like oh shit we need to talk because like Mm -hmm. leave me i don't know you're not with me Mm -hmm. you know yeah so uh i brought it up it was like incredibly awkward joe Mm -hmm. joe the most awkward moment of my life (gasps) it was it was that
2: awkward (laughs)
1: he was like, his like jaw dropped and he's like, wait, are you saying you're fucking other people? <gasps> yeah. Is it
2: the therapist?
1: Yeah. And I was like, well, and like, I got tongue-tied because I kind of just like was saying Wait, wait, like, wait, wait, oh, wait, like, wait,
2: wait, 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 wait. I, I need to ask 7 million questions here. Sorry. Yeah. See, this is irresponsible for a therapist. Did you guys ever have a discussion that you guys were exclusive?
1: Never. Not once. Okay. And... I mean, we sat there and finished our drinks. And, like, what's weird is, like, we were kind of in an embrace. Mm -hmm. And we didn't, like, break the embrace or anything. We have kissed a few times after we had this conversation. But, like, Mm -hmm. I probably will never see him again, I'm guessing, (gasps) uh, when I tell you how the story ends. So he, we're, like, sitting there talking, whatever. And he very quickly owns up to that joke. He says, like, well, like, I understand, like, you're as responsible to have this conversation as I am. So I'm not, like, he wasn't mad at me exactly. I don't think it's how. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry
2: to interrupt your story here. I'm sorry. Because there's a lot of, I think, very fair questions in the chat room. One, I need to make a correction that um, Yvette Adams is freaking out. He wants you to know that he wasn't asking about the size, but the comparison to what vegetable. I don't know why there's a huge difference there, but he needs you to know that. Okay, next. (laughs) Okay. The question, see, this is where I'm going to argue. So Yvette Adams says, I mean, I get his frustration. Omission is not honest. Haley Sklans points to that,
1: but you weren't omitting. You were telling him right then, right? So I don't think it's omission. You're not wrong. I think the lesson that I've learned and Pavian says, "Ask if you had the ethical slut conversation." I don't know what that means. I don't know with him. Yeah. Uh, here, here's the thing. I oh, I own that omission is not honest, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel that there is like um, I don't take a hundred percent of that blame. Like, yes, I did kind of like kick that can the kind of awkward conversation down the road, maybe well obviously too far for mm-hmm. this guy mm-hmm. um and that's a lesson that i'm happy to say that i've learned and mm-hmm. um will grow from but i feel like there's a lesson he hopefully learned too that like if um that type of monogamy is like super important to him he need and he doesn't want to invest time in somebody who it's not important to then like you need to ask that question sooner, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Right?
2: I agree. I agree. So – I have a friend. I, I'm i not blameless, but mm-hmm. neither is he. I have a friend. I want to – because I think this is important to address what you just said and what we're talking about in the chat room. I have a friend who um, is up for a very important job that might take him anywhere in the world. Okay? He doesn't and, know yet. He doesn't know what his status is. He's, he's in the late stages of that hiring process, right? But he's also actively dating. Okay? and with each date he's like kind of in a mike lawson situation right yeah.
1: he has to decide and and, tell and, him you're leaving
2: yeah do you say hey i just say so you know i'm up for this job where i might be leaving and different right. people he decides to have that conversation at different points depending on how he's feeling how the real that that is going and i kind of feel the same thing here like why would you on the very first date say i'm fucking other people It's just a little presumptive. Does that make sense? So, like, it's when everybody makes that decision, unless the other person asks, I mean, it's up to you when you tell him, you know?
1: And I don't want to get dragged too much in the chat, but uh, so I'm going to say this as well. I, like, in times that we've been hanging out. Um, there was one time where he said something and he, like, opened his phone because he was going to show me a photo. Mm-hmm. And when he unlocked his phone, Tinder was open. So it was like... <gasps> oh. It, you know what? I mean, this this wasn't, like, last night, but it was, like, within our hanging out, I know that he was at least on the... You know what I mean? Like, looking for more or el- mm-hmm. something else or... Mm-hmm. um, And I can even tell you last night, he did something on his phone and I know that the Tinder app is still installed on his phone. Mm -hmm. So like he's, I don't know. I I just assumed that when I told him this, I thought there was a good chance he would say either, you know what? Me too. I'm also dating other people. I thought there was a chance he could say, I am not dating anyone else. I thought this was a little more serious than that, but like, I understand where you're at. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, but instead he said to me, Joey. Oh, um, basically he was like, uh, "Just so you know, this means we're probably not gonna hang out again." <gasps> and when he said it, it was like, he—he's a very nice man. He communicates very directly. Uh-huh. I actually love the way he communicates, uh, for the most part. Yeah. And when he said, it, I was like, "Wait, are you serious right now?" Because I couldn't really believe that i don't know that that's that that is true that like the moment between like me telling him and me him not knowing like that like millisecond Mm -hmm. he went from being like way into it to like never gonna see this guy again
2: well i i can relate to that i
1: I can do that too we just spent the night talking about like i don't know very personal stories and like yeah but you know know, it's crazy hold on for a second
2: news i'm going to say this for the very first time on the show uh producer luke Luke stamen actually made a good point in the chat room he said um the guy also could have asked if they were going to be if you guys were going to be exclusive if before you guys got in bed that's a very good point if it's that important to him before you guys had any sort of physical relationship beyond let's say kissing he really should have had that conversation with you i think it's it's a mistake of his to be presumptive about that
1: you're right. And I suspect that the first time we had sex he was also sleeping with other people. I'll oh, bet you. And wh- wh- he What do you think is gave obs- him the impression though that you guys were exclusive? I don't know. I suspect that his I don't know if anger is the right word or the mm-hmm. feelings that like I he had feelings, yeah. Mm-hmm whatever those feelings are could kind of be coming from him being angry at himself for not asking this question sooner. Uh Like he knows some of this is on him. He's not a dumb man. He's Mm -hmm. a therapist. So like he helps people get through, you know, problems and stuff. So yeah, we all think that just because I'm sure he recognizes someone's
2: a therapist doesn't mean they're necessarily perfect people. I mean, look at Taylor, the latte boy, right? You know,
1: (laughs) so, uh, yeah. So when we when we left, um, by the way, mm-hmm. he lives like two blocks from me. Okay, mm-hmm. so we both took a lift there. So I was like, "Why don't I get a lift and I'll just put in second destination?" Yeah, and he's like, "Nah, two lifts." <laughs> uh, and you have you not and heard I'm from? Like, from okay. you've, heard, you've not heard from him since. Well, I text him after, well, in the lift. I'm like, hey, uh, I'm bummed that my truth doesn't fit with yours. Mm -hmm. Uh, You're a wonderful man. If you're ever interested in taking things slower, let me know. And uh, he has this thing where, like, he has all straight friends. Mm -hmm. uh, And he is, I don't know, that's something he's trying to work on is, like, Mm -hmm. finding people that are, I don't know, have, he could share other parts of his life with. So I said, I'd also be a really cool gay friend. Uh, let me know, and what did he say to that? It <laughs> might take him, it might take
2: him, it might take him some time because believe it or not, and it's something I'm working on, And you might not believe this, and this is not something I'm actively looking for. Believe it or not, I really do think I'm very close. I'm not there yet, but very, very close to a point where I could just be Cameron's friend again. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. And I don't want to why, be. Why, though? No, no, no. I'm using it as an emotional example. I don't want to be. Okay, no, he's so good. gross. i seen so good, gross. Good. But I'm saying, like, let me rephrase. If someone said, oh, uh, oh, this is, Joe, this is Cameron's girlfriend. I wouldn't be, before I'd been like, oh,
0: uh, You know, like, yeah.
2: now i am like, oh. Almost the way people, like when Adam Burns um, uh, brags about Dean Barney UK being his fan, I'm like, good luck with that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like it would be the same thing the cam- oh, Here's Cameron's girlfriend. Good luck with that woman. You know, have fun. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty much there now, right? So that's why what I meant. I said I could be. I have no desire to be his friend, right? But what I'm saying is, like, I could I could be and not have any emotion towards it. So maybe he will get there.
1: You know. So let me ask. So I let's end this end with a piece of advice that I need. Yeah. So I've sent the. I'm bummed. I sent that you're a wonderful man. I sent, if you're interested in, you know, doing this again, kind of in the way that Mm -hmm. I'm cool with that. Um, I said I could be your friend, right? I've done all that. One thing that I haven't said from the bar until this very moment, I never, like, apologized in any way. But I've also, I feel like, said my piece, and I, he hasn't said a word, so I feel like Mm -hmm. just throwing more at him is not what I want to do either. Mm Mm-hmm. Is apologizing anyway something that I should consider doing?
2: I would only apologize if you're truly sorry. Otherwise, if you're not sorry about anything, you, look, Marianne Williamson from the Course in Miracles has a really good phrase that you know, which is uh, if you know the the heart being at peace means you made the right decision. So if you're at peace and you don't feel troubled, then I don't see why you would own apology
1: you know i mean the apology that i want to give is oh don't
2: say the i'm sorry that you're hurt kind of thing
1: no is that i almost want to say like like i i can own the mistake that i made mm-hmm. that i didn't offer this conversation sooner and i'm i don't know learning how to kind of do this and live like this and you know, like I learned a lesson with this and I'm sorry. I
2: think about you it. could say I hey, I want to tell you that I've learned a lesson. But I wouldn't use the I wouldn't apologize. That makes sense. Maybe discuss yeah. it more, but I wouldn't apologize. Unless you're sorry. I don't see why you would be
1: sorry. I I am a little sorry. Like okay, you if are. you I well I feel like, you know, on our last episode or an episode ago, I did mention that like this is a conversation I feel like I should have. So, you know what I mean? That's I could have had this conversation at least two weeks or a month ago. Yeah, yeah, that's
2: true. So uh, could you hold that? So for just – I need to pull this up here for a second. Oh, where is it? Where is – okay, sorry. (laughs) Laurie says you have nothing to apologize for, and if that's if that's what he's holding out for, then that means he wants a power status. Fuck him! You have nothing to apologize for. He's being a bitch, baby. I've had three coffees. <laughs> so, well, okay. Yeah, I don't, see, take... I don't see what I don't see what you would apologize for, and this is coming from someone who okay. agrees with him saying we'll never talk again. See, here's the thing. Sometimes I've had people call me and say, you know, for tutoring, and say, how much do you charge for tutoring? And I say, $150 an hour. And they go, $150 an hour? That's way more than I pay my other tutors. And I go, okay. You know? And then they're mad at me that I won't lower the price. Any other questions? Yeah, any other questions? (laughs) All right. You know? And... It's, it's, to me, and that's how I feel too. It's like, okay, well, I feel this way. I'm not going to talk to you again, and that's fine. I mean, you can't be mad at him. That's the way he reacts. And he can't be mad at you. Yeah. That's what you've done. I don't, I don't see what you've done wrong here. I actually don't even yeah. agree with some of the people there about the omission stuff. Um, yeah. I feel you had the conversation when you thought it was the right time to have the conversation, you know? Yeah. You felt the heart space was right to share that. And, um, and uh, sometimes people just react to things, you know? Taylor the Latte boy had a fucking meltdown in front of me because he couldn't get audio hijacked to work.
1: You know? Yeah. I just keep seeing his face when he was like, you, I just know he was shocked. He was like, You're sleeping with other people. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, Wait, are you like, you want me to ex- explain details? Mm-hmm. Like, is that <laughs> what you want right now? I don't know. And so I basically, the way I describe, by the way, the irony of all of this. Yeah. Is the the personal trainer I'm done with as well? <laughs> like, so no, I'm actually not sleeping with anyone else. You well, know, well, the lawyer's still an option. Nah. Oh,
0: so lo- hap- yeah, because
2: because Ives, who for some reason knows way too much about your personal life, says you've not talked about this on the show.
1: I think the last time I talked about him is I was about to go over to his house and yes, we were yes. We had clearly the night before said, like, we're, let, why don't, the conversation the night the night before at a bar was something like uh, him saying, you know, I just have these men in my life that I feel like I am enjoying hanging out with mm-hmm. and occasionally fucking.
2: Mm-hmm. And he
1: was like, I would love for you to be one of those men, too. Okay,
2: fair and enough. And I was
1: like, what are, what are you doing tomorrow? Mm-hmm. And he was like, come over to my house, we'll make dinner. Uh-huh. I go over to his house and we make dinner. Yeah. We sit on opposite sides of the table and have like a wonderful conversation. A lot of it about one of these like younger dudes he's dating who Mm -hmm. he has to like deliver some bad news to. Mm -hmm. And we don't fuck. And then he kisses me and puts me in an elevator and I leave. Like that was it. I don't, for some reason, I feel like it, since it hasn't happened, it will never happen. You know? Mm -hmm. Like it's beyond the point where like,
2: But the door isn't closed the way the personal trainer on your end and the therapist on his end are.
1: Well, the therapist is done. I feel like the personal trainer, I'm done with, like, putting energy into it. But if he, I don't know, texts me a week after he comes back from Peru and is like, hey, come over, I want to give you a blowjob and play video games, I would, and and I'm not doing anything, Mm -hmm. I would. I'll bring... uh, the beer yeah
2: anyway (laughs) what do you got going on next week mike lawson
1: uh well i start some uh of this uh backstage crew for memphis musical stuff Mm -hmm. um and that's pretty much it
2: what about you Uh, this coming week, um, I don't, you know, this is why I chose to do the cleanse last week is because I had a very social week last week, but I knew for the next three weeks, I won't really have that many social engagements. So I don't think I really have anything going on. Now that might change. And then next week you'll hear like, oh, I went to the Oscars or something like that, you know, but, um, (laughs) but, uh, as of now, I don't really have anything going on.
1: Yeah. Oh, I have a, I had a viral video that just got a million views. <laughs> yeah, but you know that <laughs> shit happens in my world.
2: So uh, okay. Well, uh, oh yeah. What happens now?
1: Nice catching up with you, Joey. Wait, hold on. Oh, go, oh wait.
2: Outro. Okay, go to hell, Mike. <laughs> Jeffrey Thunderbear.